welcome to Unprofessional. I'm your host, Dave Wiskus, joined by the other host, Lex Friedman. Hi, Dave. Hi, Lex. I like your voice today. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do my Lex Friedman impression. I feel like I'm hey. going too smoky with it, though. I feel like we need more people doing Lex Friedman, so I'm fine with it. I see what you did there. <laughs> or who. And speaking of who... <laughs> What a great segue. We've also got with us today Michael Lopp. Hi. YOLO. Hi. YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, Michael. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Like in Ireland when you couldn't stop saying balls. Yeah, I'm on a YOLO <laughs> thing. It's sort of a thing at work. They're like, shut up. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> I just walk into a meeting. I'm like, YOLO. And they're like, oh, you're just taking, you're killing it. It's just making it awful. <laughs> Well, well, tell the people, the, the woefully underinformed uh, people who don't yet know, tell the people who Michael Lopp is. Are you still doing the voice or is this normal? That's, that's my voice. That's actually Lex. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm getting so confused. Um, am I supposed to say what I do? So um, I do a, a, a blog of some note uh, for nerds and nerd-like people called Rans and Repose. I've written a couple books, uh, Managing Humans and... Uh, being geek, and I do a lot of other things as well. But those those are interesting places or things to to plug. At Rans on Twitter. At Rans on Twitter. Yeah, I do the Twitter thing. I'm the guy who sounds like a, a fortune cookie on Twitter. Known for uh, often mishearing things or often mishearing things. Yeah, really bad hearing, really really bad hearing, and, and maybe a little bitter about his bad hearing as well. <laughs> <laughs> As I recall, there used to be a, a picture of you in the header on ransomrepose.com, and now there isn't. Yeah, it was, I, you know, yeah, there isn't. I, was, I did this wonderful thing about, I don't know, like a year ago, where Heffler, Hoffler, whatever those guys are who do amazing typography, they were the like, hey, people. those are typography people, typography.com. They yeah. were like, hey, can, do you want to use our typefaces? And I'm like, ah, 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 ah. And I just was so excited <laughs> to do it because no one was really like using them except Obama. And, um, but I, I like was of course going to completely redo this site and all this stuff that I could just never have any time. So I did sort of this nip and tuck. And at that time when I was really just landing this typography that is, I'm absolutely in love with, I was just looking at the header and it's, it's, it was sort of me from a while ago. And it, and the other thing is, I mean, I don't, it's not that I don't care what people, I mean, there's a picture of me on the website right now. Cause I did this thing, this video thing, but I'm like, it's, it's not really about me. It's about this sort of thing I created on the internet. So it didn't seem appropriate to have my picture there. So I took it out. And the site uses, um, ideal sans. Oh, isn't it pretty? I'm looking at it right now. I'm actually turned on. <laughs> <laughs> I am obviously a huge fan of ideal sans. Oh my God. It's pretty. Yeah. It's really, I'm doing a, I'm working on some new site stuff and, Ideal Sans is like a requirement. So I'm just excited that you guys get turned on by fonts. I think that's hip. It's just, yeah. It's that simplicity thing, right? It's like that you've taken this thing, these things that you look at all day, and you've just sliced on, and it's really hard to do, just sliced on beauty onto top of the words. And it's like you can't, if they're really fancy, if they're really like, if there's too much there, you start seeing the typeface. So you've got this beautiful balance of like getting... I could go on for this for a while. I don't know what the hell you guys want to talk about, but getting like being reading the words, but just enough of the design of the typeface to like enhance them, which is just, it's such a hard thing to do. I could never do it, but you know it when you see it, you look at it and you just go, Oh wow. That's exactly that's those words and that typeface just work perfectly together. Agreed. And we get occasionally people ask us uh, to offer other fonts in Vesper and 
we I don't I don't think this has ever been publicly said, but I just can't see doing it. Ideal is that's our identity. That's how that's how we see this thing being made. I, I don't I don't ever want to change it. Yeah, no, it's just it's so it's just a beautiful typeface. And then I've been in love with Sentinel for forever, and that's my headline typeface. And yeah. it's just I just it's just it's just stunning to me. So and it's perfect for headlines. It's just a nice balance of block as well as a little bit of art. So I love it. I um when I have to pick a font for a website, I know I have no training and I have no experience, and I just sort of look for you know what I like. And um, when I did the the Podlexing site, I ended up with a font called Railway R A L E Way. Um, I've learned that I pronounce every font name wrong, so it's probably like Railway or something. But I picked it because I liked its W. So that's that's my <laughs> that's my not, font selection criteria. That's not invalid. No, it's, it's good. got a really good W. I'm on Google I Fonts can't. right now. That's pretty. It's a good font. It's a funky A. Anyway, no, that's R- good. And what I it's it's in theory a sans serif font, but it's got a little bit of a serify feeling sometimes. Yeah. So it's it's kind of hip. Yeah, it's pretty. It's got a good W. That's all I'm saying. It's got a good W. The the stroke widths are a little strange. Yeah, the, like that's that, that A. It's like what is it going in that middle thing there? Like oh, he's got to look at the ampersand. Eh, it's an okay ampersand. Ampersand is where they get to go like you know they're like drunk because they're on like you know letter like eighty two <laughs> and they're like fuck it we're going we're doing the ampersand another shot of whiskey let's make it happen. I always that's what I when I see the ampersand it's like they're like cry for help right. Well, I'm looking at their capital J and it that that looks like they were already drunk by the time they got to the J. Yeah, you're right. It's like it's act, it's like it looks like not quite finished, right? They were like, right. oh. the Jay's like, well, it's J enough. Well, I think <laughs> they'll know what we meant. It works okay in small sizes and lightweights. I don't know that I'd use this for a title font. Yeah, no, it, it bolds nicely, actually. For anybody listening right now who doesn't care about typography, this is really awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So here's the thing I was thinking about right before we started the Good. show today. Okay. What unrelated to fonts. Uh, it's always related to fonts no unrelated to fonts I was walking through the kitchen to get to the office so I could sit here and do this show and uh, we had a my last night my son didn't sleep he's normally a fine sleeper but he didn't sleep and it was a horrible shitty night for the the grown-ups and the two-year-old in the family Uh, so this morning everybody's tired and cranky and we, I meant to unload the dishwasher last night, but we kept going up to his room, so I didn't unload the dishwasher. Then this morning, I was tired, and I was just, you know, I'm going to have some tea with caffeine and feed all three kids, and I'm not going to deal with the dishwasher yet. And then it was the night, and I was like, well, I could unload the dishwasher, or I could watch an episode of Orange is the New Black before we record Unprofessional. So, dishwasher, still full. <laughs> sink, still full. And my question to you is, when you guys have a task to do, like, especially a cleaning-related task, do you do the cleaning right away, or do you sometimes let it back up? Oh, never right away. Never right away either. Yeah, it's got it, it. There's piles. There's piles. There's a system to the piles for me, but it's never. It's never right away. I mean, if I've been tasked by by the boss to actually get it done, it's a little more urgency there. But I'm definitely a, a piler and a, a procrastinator. I am a procrastinator to the point where the only things I'll do um, right away are the things that I feel like doing right away. And luckily, my life is structured as such that most of the time that's totally all right. I can do that. It's killing me right now because tomorrow I've got the realtor coming by to – they're doing pictures of my, my apartment so that I can sell it. Nice. And I, I'm not nearly ready for them to come do that. <laughs> <laughs> so deadlines don't work? Is that what you're saying? Well, and it wasn't even like I had to stop doing it because of this show. I was watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be know, here at 11 a.m. I'm going to finish at 10.58. <laughs> I, I understand that. I feel like – 
I, 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 I love my wife and I think I married right and I regret nothing. But if I could change just a single thing about her, I feel like every person who is like us, I guess, who is a cleaning procrastinator, let's say, you need to marry the neat freak who will cover for you so oh, yeah. you never have to do it. Because yep. I've got friends where the wife is the, you know, the obsessively neat person and I am so jealous of just that aspect. And uh, I feel like if I could fix that, that's what I would fix. I guess it could be me. I could be the cleaner. This sir. is how I know I married well. I, I, my, my disability is I can't write a check. And it's just, <laughs> I just can't. I mean, I have checks. I have plenty of money. And until my wife showed up, they were like knocking on the doors going like, we're going to take away whatever shit you have. I mean, and they're like, there's, there's plenty of checks and there's plenty of money. And I just can't write a check. I'm just because it's, it's not in my system. So we got I'm the same way. I, it's, it's awful. And we got married. And I'm just like, listen, I am going to make a lot of money. I'm going to make you so happy. There's going to be kids and a house and yeah. all of this loveliness. You have to write all of the checks. Like from <laughs> now on, you're, I'm done. And and anytime, and there's been a couple check situations in the years that we have been married, or I've been irresponsible, and I, I've failed every time. Every time, it's like it's a it's an unmitigated disaster. They're calling, going like, "Hey, you haven't mailed it in yet." It's just it's perfect. She handles it all, and it was just an agreement right right up front. And that's, I mean, I, th- I think that's right. I think every partnership, you need to have some division of labor. Like my wife has to do the fingernail and toenail cutting of the children because I, I just could not possibly. <laughs> do you do your own? And I do my own. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, I, that's something. I, I do my toes like twice a year. Oh, God. But uh, I do. Yeah, no. Uh, I do the. I'm my pause while I vomit. <laughs> my, well, see, that's it. Vomit is my responsibility. If the kids puke, I'm in charge of that. My wife can't handle that. So it's. I feel like all the vomit that I deal with, even if it's you know like two vomitings per year, I totally feel justifies her doing all the fingernails and toenails yes. uh, for the kids all year long. But I, with my fingernails, I cut them uh, like obsessively, not Howard Hughes obsessively, <laughs> or I guess the opposite. But uh, like my fingernails grow way too fast, and so I have to cut them usually twice a week, and it's ridiculous, and I hate wow. it. So my toenails, I feel like nobody ever sees them, so I let it slide a little bit. I, I will go longer between toenail cuttings <laughs> than I do <laughs> than I do fingernails, but I'm not going to go twice a year. I'm more like twice a month where my fingernails are once a week. Like twice a year is like wrapping around your toe, kind of getting kind of, you know. You're into some Ripley's Believe It or Not okay. style shit. So that's probably hyperbole, but I would guess that four times a year is not an exaggeration. <laughs> that is really gross. Yeah, that's really gross. Going back to the check thing, I was just talking to an ex-girlfriend about... <laughs> This may also relate to fing- fingernails. We'll get there. Uh, I was talking to an ex-girlfriend about my inability to pay bills. And uh, she she asked, like, well, why why haven't you just done the bill pay? Why don't you just do that? Why don't you sign up for that? The money's there. Why not just do it? Yeah. And I really don't know the answer. Today, I've I've had to turn my phone off three times today because there's a bill collector calling. And my biggest problem is I don't know who it is. And the only reason it's not getting paid is because I'm too lazy to look up who I owe money to. There, there's something deeply. I'm, I'm. I don't know what it is. There's something deeply psychological going on here because literally, I, I, I'm exactly the same way. It's like there's plenty of money. There's plenty of time to do it. There's. I am protesting something. Like someone's like telling me to do something, and I'm like, screw you. I'm not writing a check. Right. That's exactly it. I hit the. I hit the hold button on my phone to make the call stop, and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't even know who you are, or I, I genuinely do owe you money, and I, I kind of want to pay it. I don't right. want to hurt my credit, but I, <laughs> but for some reason, I feel like I hate them. Yeah, I don't know my, what it is. 
my banking hangup is I'm, I'm in charge of the bills, but I do it all online. I, I don't write checks, but I have no problem using bill pay. I won't let anything get paid automatically, though, because to me that's that would be horrible for some reason. So I have to go in and do the amounts each time. But my bank that I've had since uh, my bank is the same bank it was when I was a kid, and they don't do the the take a picture of your check and deposit it thing. Um, so I opened up another bank account with USAA, which does let you use your iPhone. You snap a photo of the check and then it's just magically deposited. Um, but we still keep most of our, you know, easily accessible funds in the shitty, no iPhone bank account. (laughs) So what I always end up doing is I snap photos of the checks, deposit them into USAA and then transfer them over to sovereign, uh, because that's easier for me than getting in the car and actually going to a bank to deposit a check. (laughs) I'm using Simple right now for like my slush fund account that my wife doesn't know about until I talk about it on a podcast. And um, <laughs> it's really, I'm doing the same thing where it's like I'm moving money around and doing all this sort of thing in terms of maintaining my my account. Um, but it's it's totally more work than I need to because I don't want to go like down to a bank and like do anything that involves work. So it's the same thing. Right. right. I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to deal with a bank human. I don't want to deal with a, a, a German infested ATM. That's probably got a skimmer on it, so I'm fine with the uh, the USA dance. And I, you know, if if Simple had, I just got let into Simple like three weeks ago. If it had come up a year ago for me, then I probably would have done that instead of USAA. But now here I am. I can't have another bank account. That'd just be crazy. No, well, that's part of my problem. In fact, I think the call I was getting was my old bank account because I still have a credit card, and I don't pay that credit card the way that I'm supposed to. I don't pay it on time because there's no money in the checking account tied to the. <laughs> Because my checks, don't, my money doesn't go into that account anymore, so it's, I can't just do it online. I actually have to drive somewhere, and I think that's my problem. You know, the fun thing about checks for two men who hate <laughs> writing checks is that best podcast ch- ever. Let's talk about you checks. do not. You do not have to use a check from your bank. You can write out. Uh, you can hand write a check that has your routing number and your account number and your address and the proper fields, and it still is a valid check. Yeah, it's just an IOU with some routing shit on it. Right, that's cool. What's creepy to me, though, is that a check has on it everything that you need to do an e-check. So in theory, if I took your check or if you wrote a check to me for something, now I have a check and I could, in theory, send e-check payments from your account as far as I can tell. I'm I'm just saying. I'm fully prepared for a world with no checks because for (laughs) obvious reasons. But it's – What about balances? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I I, You know, I was fully prepared for you to make like a checks with a Z – joke yeah. right there that's that's where i thought you were gonna go you zigged and i thought you were gonna zag <laughs> i'm ready for no more checks i'm done i think they i think they are a remnant of a time long ago that we don't not need and i'm, I'm not i'm not just saying that because i'm compulsively can't pay them but it's like i really don't <laughs> need them anymore right i can move it all between my various accounts and whatnot and that's that's you know that's works for me with your with your issue with writing checks do you literally mean writing checks or do you mean even like paying the bill on the internet it's it it is rela- uh, there there is a there is an Venn diagram in the intersection between those two acts. There is some there, but I am more likely to do it when it is zero friction or very low friction via via an internet pay, paying something. I can get that usually done with like a reminder and iCal and that sort of thing. So there is something about the pulling out the pen and writing it out that is that is that more that additional friction gives me more rage. You know what I want? I want an app or a web service. And somebody out there who's listening, go make this. I want an app <laughs> or a web service where one time I go in and I tie all of my accounts to it. Like I, I set up my bank account, my credit cards, and all that stuff. And I set up all of the payee accounts, the things that I'd ever have to pay, like my cable bill or my cell phone bill, all that stuff. And every month it sends me a push notification 
and I just hit okay and it pays my bills. That'd be cool. Right. right. It I should really just that. pay the bills and then it should warn you if no. you're not going to have enough money. No, because you. there's automatic bill pay which would do that one at a time, but it would still do the same thing. What I want is one thing that asks me to pay it and then I say yes. Yeah, there's something there's something in there about you still confirming it because that's what my problem with automatic bill pay is. I'm like, really? Are you wanna? Are you sure? Are you? I mean, is there? It's I'm no right. longer involved, and I still want at least a little bit of a decision. Yeah, but, but I have a wife who does all this, so it's all gone. I don't need this app. <laughs> See, I don't want. I don't just want to get rid of checks, though. I want to get rid of cash. I'm ready for us to be cashless. I am. I am pretty close to that these days. Traveling a lot, my simple card. It's. It's other than like that really cranky New York taxi cab driver who's just staring me down because he doesn't want a credit card. I'm, I mostly am cash-free these days. I always use the credit card in the cab, especially if they complain about it. Like even if I wasn't yeah. planning on it, if I get the sense that they would complain about it, then I'm definitely going to use it because I'm a horrible person. No, but, I don't think you're a horrible person for doing that. I think it's a dicky thing to ask at all. Yeah. yeah. Well, here in New Jersey, here, first of all, here in New Jersey, you're not allowed to pump your own gas. Uh, everything is full service. When, when my wife first went to college in Massachusetts, uh, she had no idea what to do when she got to the gas station. But um, That's so sad. Yeah. Uh, she works there now. But, so, but first, you can't pump your own gas. But then second, and I don't know if this is true everywhere, but at least here, you pay one rate if you use a credit card and a cheap rate for cash. And I refuse to pay extra for the privilege of using my credit card. So I need cash for, for gas. Cash for it. gas. That's, that's why I have cash. Now, luckily, I never, ever drive anywhere, so I fill up my car about as often as I cut my toenails, so it, it all works out. <laughs> it's so gross. Do you do it on the same day? <laughs> Wait, do you have I to do it while they're filling the tank. <laughs> I keep the clipper right in the car. Do you have to drive somewhere to cut your toenails? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, they're not that long. They're not talons. I mean, they're definitely big. Do they do that thing where like they snag on your sheets? No, no. That's what I would cut them. That's how oh. I know it's time for them to go. I hate it. No, there, there's just, I, that's exactly, sorry, that's exactly when I know it's time to do the toenails is I'm starting <laughs> to rip up the bottom of my sheet because my left pinky toenail is like growing out and it's got an edge to it. And all night, every time I roll over, it's like, hello, hello, right? Every time, and that's when it's time to go. They're not like, you know, talons at that point, but you know, it's, they're certainly <laughs> headed in that direction. If you imagine a woman's hands. And she's a woman who takes care of her, her nails and grows them out. Not like Lee Press on, not crazy, not like 12-inch fingernails. But if you imagine just like the longest that a woman lets her fingernails get, that's how long I let my toenails get. That is really fucked up. Yeah, it's gross. I'm trying to figure out why we have this sort of reaction to toenails. Because they're, they're gross. Well, is it because there's like shit underneath them that you're kind of scooping <laughs> up as you're moving around? I think it's good that feet are inherently gross. Feet are inherently gross. I think so. My rule with toenails is that I cut them <laughs> as soon as I become aware that I have toenails. No, I'm saying exactly the same protocol. I totally agree with that. But do you wear shoes in your house? Me? Yeah, I, I do. See, no. I think that's gross. Wearing shoes well, in the house? A, yeah, because your shoes go over everything outside, like right. feces from everything. You don't lick and your so, floor. Well, no, but I mean, I walk on it in bare feet, or my kids do. And so we have a shoe removal policy when you enter. And then, so I mean, I wear shoes outside. So I feel like I'm mitigating as much dirt as possible that could get to the toenail region. And because of the, oh shit, I'm going to just prove the unprofessional edge. But because of the treadmill desk, I have to wear socks even on work days, which I would otherwise not do since I work at home. And so like the toenails are well protected. I think they're, they're fairly clean as toenails go. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm taking my shoes off right now, by the way, because I'm now worried that there's something gross underneath them, and I'm tracking it all over my room. Great. Thanks for that. 
appreciate it. I'm barefoot, but I've been cleaning, so my feet are filthy. <laughs> I don't if, think if, I don't think feet. I mean, this could go in a really weird direction. I don't think feet are like fundamentally gross things. I mean, they're close to the ground. They're interacting with the w- world most of the time. But and I think they're kind of funny looking. But you know, they're they're. I don't consider them like you know vile, right? I I, I that's just me though. I'm okay with my own feet to a certain extent. <laughs> it's other. I'm people's also feet. okay with your feet. <laughs> it's other people's feet that freak me out. Hmm. Like if 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 uh, if I've got a girlfriend and she wants a foot massage, that's totally cool as long as she washes them immediately before. <laughs> Are there other parts of anatomy that need to be washed before you're willing to encounter See, them? I or no, knew this would go in this direction. The answer to that question is yes, but I will not elaborate. <laughs> so the the part of the body that grosses me out, I'm talking about armpits, is not the foot. I am grossed out by collarbones. Collarbones. That is. I don't even. I don't like to think about the fact that I have one. I'm I'm getting goosebumps right now because now I'm totally aware of my collarbone. I think your collarbones are gross and my collar. I think they're gross. But what does I mean like gross? How like I, I don't understand that. I don't. I can't quite explain it. But they just it's kind of a just a heebie-jeebie sort of. It's like a nails on chalkboard kind of thing. Just the presence of that bone, the way you see it, the it's feel, it's like it doesn't belong there. It seems totally out of place. Are you worried it's going to break? Right. Or is it is it that it's fundamental? that's a piece of it? I just right. think I think it's fundamentally wrong. It's it seems to, I don't know. I want to rub my feet on your collarbone. I, I think I have a compelling. I think I have a. I think I have a, a comparable one, which is. Huge Adam's apples that that are like like ginormous. Those oh, like bob up and down. While yeah, yeah. You're oh, talking God. to them, and it's like, please stop talking or swallowing or anything. From this yeah. podcast, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you there. The, uh, I don't. I can't even see my Adam's apple, and I'm just fine with that. I don't. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I'm like tucking it in under my shirt <laughs> right now because I know it's there. Does my bob? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, I, I get—I mean, I don't mind eyeballs in general, but I get grossed out by anything weird with an eyeball. Like if my kids are like, "Look, my eye is red." No, I'm not looking. That's also a mommy job. Right, right, right. So <laughs> someone was in my office yesterday, and they were like, "Oh, my my lens is screwed up," and they have no issue at all, like taking their the the, the eyelid and everything and stretching it oh, out, so God. the eyeballs like just sitting there waiting to pop out of the head. I mean, I'm sitting here, and they're just doing like, "Oh my God, I can't get it," and it's scratchy and everything, and I'm like, and they look like it's like an alien, right? This is just this is this is terrifying to me because i really i think i believe that you know the right you know configuration of moving around the, the eyeball will oh pop it'll out. pop right out yeah exactly oh, yes. right i'll do that does not bother me at all what bothers me is animal eyeballs my dog she does this thing where when she wants attention she's kind of like a cat she'll come up and rub her face on you mm-hmm. and when she really wants attention like if i'm laying on the couch like watching something she'll jump up on my chest and lay down and rub her face on my face. What bothers me is that she keeps her eye open when she does it, and I get like the the eyeball liquid on my f- on my face and on my lips, and that just freaks me out. Yeah, I just want everybody to understand that right now my eyes are closed and my hands are <laughs> over them. <laughs> I've got mine over my Adam's apple too, but I'm also can feel I can feel my collarbone, and I feel bad for you. But I, 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 yeah, collarbones are gross. So I don't know how to train my dog to not rub her eye juice on me. <laughs> There's your title for this podcast, by the way. Well, listen, if, we, if, we've, if we've already nailed a potential title, why don't we do a quick pause to acknowledge this episode's fine, fine sponsors. All right, two sponsors today, and I'm very excited to tell you about the first one who's new to the show. It's Bests.com. Again, that's Bests.com. And, you know, Bests, when I'm saying that, it's B-E-S-T-S.com. 
Uh, it's a site made in part by our friend, friend of the show, a uh, friend of ours, past guests on the show, uh, Jamie Newberry. Uh, she's got a team that she's working with. But here's what best.com is. It's a website. You go there, you share the movies, TV shows, bands, songs, books, and foods you think are the best. Get the name, bests.com. Uh, it's a ton of fun. You'll learn things you never knew about some of your closest friends. You'll make new friends because they're cool, by which we mean they like the same stuff as you. You can confirm that your latest crush passes the foundational compatibility test. You go there, you'll get these, you'll log in with your Twitter account. It's not going to tweet anything obnoxious that you don't want it to tweet on your behalf. It's just a way that they can figure out your identity and connect you with your friends. You get these blank top 10 lists and it's fun. You figure out what are my favorite movies? What are the top 10 best TV shows or bands or songs or whatever? You fill them out and then your friends can share them. You can go look at your friends and see what they've put in. And it's, it's fun to think of them. And then it's definitely fun to see what other people are saying. I, I now know what Dave's favorite movies are. I know what Jamie's favorite movies are. I know what John Syracuse's favorite movies are. And if you don't know what John Syracuse's favorite movies are, that's a problem you're able to solve. You go to bests.com. It is super simple. It is incredibly fun. It's adorable. So go make and share a profile now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, I'm saying it that way because it says now, and I believe Jamie has here six W's. So it's now six W's. Oh, and there's an exclamation point. Let me try it again. Go make and share a profile now. Whoa, 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 Listen, it's way better than my pronunciation of now with six W's. It is awesome. It is delightful. It is a hoot. Go to bests.com. Go right now. B-E-S-T-S dot com. Fill out your own top ten lists. Browse your friends' top ten lists. Encourage your other friends to fill it out because it is a hoot. It is truly a delight to come up with your own answers and see what everybody else is saying. Uh, now, Dave, tell everybody about uh, our other sponsor, our dear, dear friends at Transporter. Well, Lex, as you well know, the Transporter is a networked hard drive appliance device thingy. It's kind of like Dropbox, except when you send a file to a friend or a colleague to share with them. You're not sending them to some server somewhere that can be hacked or listened in on by the NSA or whatever. You're sending them to your hard drive, networked, controlled, maintained by you on your home network or your office network or wherever else you might keep a hard drive. This means that it's secure. This means that it's 100% private. And it means that you can share unlimited files. The only limitation is how big the hard drive in the transporter is. This is pretty great. It means that there's no fees. You're not paying for a service. You're not paying for other people to maintain your data for you. It's all on you. Now, for something like this where you're paying for just the drive, the device itself, you might think that's going to be pretty expensive. But you'd be wrong. You can buy a one terabyte transporter for $299, or you can buy a two terabyte transporter for $399, or if you'd rather buy an empty transporter and put in your own two and a half inch hard drive, you can buy the zero terabyte version for only $199. That's a pretty spectacular deal, but it gets even better. Unprofessional listeners can go to filetransporter.com slash unprofessional. That's F I L E T R A N S. P-O-R-T-E-R dot com slash, well, you know how to spell unprofessional. Go there, enter the discount code unprofessional, and you'll get 10% off of your order. That's a pretty big savings. If you get the two terabyte version, that's 40 bucks you've just saved. And we really love it when we can save our listeners money. So go check it out, filetransporter.com slash unprofessional. The discount code is unprofessional. You'll save 10%. It's a fantastic deal. Great product. And they're working on a new version of the software right now that's going to make everything even better. you got to check it out. One more thing to add uh, now that uh, we're done talking about the old transporter. Uh, if you want to sponsor the show, you can. Go to podlexing.com, fill out the form, and uh, we'd love to have you. Thanks so much. You want to get back to the show, Dave? I would love nothing more. Word. And we're back. Oh, I mean, that was a compelling sponsor read. 
I'm convinced. As sponsor reads go, I think that might be our best one yet. Solid. <laughs> Solid. I, I kind of, I'm going to pause right now and go back and listen to it. <laughs> and buy the fine product. <laughs> I think the I think the the compelling image from the pre-sponsor ad section was actually it's a, not an image it's more of a word is i juice so I think i juice uh, on a scale of grossness or if we're going to start doing this you know I've got i juice like slightly ahead of the stuff that's underneath the toenails right yeah okay someone else's i juice versus someone else's oh now I'm thinking about my own i juice thanks that's great thanks now I have i juice <laughs> shit yeah, I mean bodies really your eyes are, are just swimming around in it <laughs> oh shit, no there's so much there is so much grossness that happens with bodies yeah um we are just remember, disgusting sacks of crap <laughs> i i remember at summer camp when somebody made the announcement uh that earwax tastes terrible and my first thought was how do they know that and then i was like no wait i uh, that's correct i do know that that is true earwax does taste terrible I, bodies are gross i just they're very true. gross bodies are gross there's that there's that fake statistic about every year a person swallows eight spiders. No, which is not which is not true. It's not true. That's right. an urban urban legend. So if you've ever heard that and it's freaked you out, don't worry. It's usually like five or four. It's, it's probably eight. it's probably way more than that. <laughs> no, no, uh, probably. But I'm willing to bet that everyone listening to this has at some point in their life tasted their own snot. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Sure. That should be that should freak people out way more than spiders. That's true because spiders don't have snot. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't well, know, I don't know for snot, sure that but... spiders don't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you on the general philosophy. Sure. Uh, here's a, here's a, speaking of people being gross, uh, and I'll show how both I and all humans are gross. There's ways that people think about other people, like people, you know, well, even, you know, the Barack Obama puts on his pants one leg at a time. Oh, she probably doesn't. Somebody holds him and he jumps, but whatever. Um, have you ever I, tried putting them on with the other leg first? That's horrible. But I, um, when I am thinking about how great somebody is, like if I'm thinking about how great Barack Obama's life is, I try to picture his face when he's having massive diarrhea to try to remind myself that everybody, <laughs> you know, everybody sort of deals with the same things in life. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about that Andy Warhol thing about Coke. <laughs> I don't. I think I don't think I can go here, but I think that what would get me or or bring the humble to the table isn't the face; it's more the sound, right? <laughs> right? It'd be like you know, you're like, oh, look at his face, and God, it's the president, and clearly he's uncomfortable, and there'd be this awful, <laughs> awful sound, and then you'd be like, okay, yeah, we're all we're all in it together. All the diarrhea is the same, and all the diarrhea is bad. <laughs> at this point, if I could pay. To see a video, not maybe probably with sounds, but if I could pay to see a video, a video where you're not going to see any of the actual grossness, but just like experience it, I think I would pay. I think there's a price that I would pay to see Barack Obama have massive diarrhea on on video. I want to be removed, but I think it could be compelling watching. I think I think the best, most compelling diarrhea scene that was the funniest thing I think in the history of movies was the what Dumb happened? and Dumber scene. Have you guys seen that? Dumb yes, that's exactly where my mind went. I mean, just like I like you know you shouldn't be <laughs> laughing and you're just on the floor 
just tears. It was just the first time you saw it. It was he, Jeff, Jeff Daniels, Jeff Daniels, Jeff Daniels yeah, just, that's just right. killed it. I mean, like that is exactly the, the worst version <laughs> of that situation. Well, that's a, there's, there's a time and a place, right? And sometimes fart or poop jokes can be really funny and sometimes they're just in bad taste. And I think the ones that are funny are the ones that acknowledge that these aren't, aren't like gross, disgusting things that happen to other people. These are things that happen to all of us. <laughs> totally true. Absolutely true. I thought of the, uh, the American Pie Finch Diarrhea scene. That was the first one. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Also, I think definitely top five. Yeah, I agree with that. We should just like, we should list our all time top five diarrhea scenes from movies right now. <laughs> I don't know why our show always ends up here, but <laughs> how does at this least happen? We're true to ourselves. <laughs> I, it's just today. I, I, no, I no, have, it's not just today. We are no, known. no, no. Uh, that's not where I was going. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I was just today. I had this thought, and I said, "You know what? This is too gross to tweet." But I've decided it's worth sharing on the show. It's just gross enough for unprofessional. After your but shower I know, story, I think it's okay. Right. I want to know how many trees I've saved courtesy of my bidet. That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's I. You could tweet that. That's not. I mean, you, it kind of un, the the joke sort of unfolds in a second, but it's like <laughs> right. So to speak, but it's, it's like com- it's cleanly compressed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think I could put that. On, I wouldn't put that on Twitter because I do have a bidet, but I can't do that because <gasps> I can't. Oh yeah. man, this is no, exciting. I can't. No, and it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You, but you you don't you can't talk about the bidet. Is that what you're saying? Oh no, I can talk about it, but it's just oh. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have that protocol yet. Well, it would talk- be like a, a sea of fortune cookie tweets and then one comment about a bidet, which is like weird. <laughs> oh right, no, you can't tweet about your bidet. But I'm, but do you use the bidet? Are you a bidet aficionado? No, well, there's one down when the, we bought the house. It's whoever bought this house that was really into like serious bathrooms. So it's like this. <laughs> there's this there's this huge like Turkish bath. It's like goes down into the ground and it's got two things and there's like and then there's a there's a regular toilet and there's a bidet next to it, which we've never ever used. And it's, I, I don't know, I, I don't think I can even like psychologically unwind why I don't want to. There's that much discomfort about it. <laughs> so it's you're talking about a basin bidet. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I I don't know what the wait basin bidet. So like, you what do you do? You you dip yourself into it? Right. You fill it with water. It's basically it looks like a, an extra toilet bowl yeah. or a, a a short sink. You fill it with water, and then basically you're supposed to scrub. And I think those I'm with you, Michael. I think those are gross. But yeah, because you're just making a soup. Yeah, right. see here it is. <laughs> and you, you've got to and you, you what are you scrubbing with exactly? Because you can't just sit there. You've got to either use your hand or you've got to use like a devoted rag. Like that's useless. So what I call a bidet is probably to a bidet purist, not a bidet, because I go with the the hose model. The like it's going to be a it's basically like car wash. It's like when you, you turn want, the sink from just regular to like the spray mode, and you're just, that's what I use. You I want that. water shed up your ass, <laughs> right? I want to get as close to an enema as I can get. If you could just do like a twice a day colonic. <laughs> yeah. I'm really happy that you're saving all those trees. <laughs> I just, well, so that's why I needed to be in the first place. Like, I, I mean, I'm just saying that different b- bodies are gross. And depending on the shape of your body and the way things work, like I think some people need more cleanup than others. Oh, absolutely. That's totally agree with that. Why humans are the only animals in on the, on the planet that wipe? Right. right. <laughs> well, I mean, dogs dogs scrape their butts along your floor or the outside, or something. right? Right. But that's not quite the same thing, and they don't always have to do it. <laughs> or maybe they always have to, and yet don't. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm just rough guessing here that uh, most dogs probably are okay. 
<laughs> my dog doesn't have a lot of hair, so she walks down with her tail up. You can kind of see, and it looks it looks clean enough. I'm not going to eat off of it, but... Did you know this is the first time I found out that Pixel's a girl? You didn't know that? I thought Pixel was a boy. I've always assumed that Pixel was a, a male dog. Wow. I just blew your mind. This will give you some insight into my like bidet resistance, and it's about, <laughs> it's about my dog, which is... Um, <laughs> Here, this is this this is it. No matter what you're going to say, it's going to be a letdown. Now, we'll go for it. Lynn <laughs> Miserable. That was based around the bidet resistance. <laughs> yeah. I I believe that my dog does not go to the bathroom, and here's why: because I she's we're on the, we're on the protocol. She gets up in the morning. I let her out. She goes out. She does something. It could be going to the bathroom. I don't know because I don't see it. And then several minutes later, she's at the door. And when we have breakfast and everything happens because i never see it i now believe that that situation never occurs i have actually edited it out of my existence does that make sense do you also then assume that other people don't poop i I, this is correct (laughs) (laughs) oh so you have like the opposite of the obama thing then like i just constantly think about does he have it on his schedule are there times when he's like no No, i need 10 minutes now i'm pretty sure he doesn't because i've never seen it (laughs) interesting (laughs) yes That's a glimpse. <laughs> but so like, there, there has, has to be toilet. Is there like a toilet off the Oval Office? Oh, definitely. Yes, there is. There is a private Oval Office bathroom. But what I'm saying is, is it some days? Uh, I don't, that I haven't been there. <laughs> but, but there are days where it's really helpful that I work from home. Like I've I've, I've often wondered if my <laughs> colleagues know that which away messages mean. Okay, Lex is, is now engaged in, in the bathroom for a while. I don't know if people know have figured out which ones are which or not, but they, they don't say bowel movement. But um, I assume that the one that says lunchtime in New Jersey is you taking a shit. <laughs> that would be a good euphemism, but it really is lunchtime in New Jersey. But um, the I, I just feel like there are days sometimes where you, you're going to be in the bathroom a lot. And like, if you're the president, what do you do? What do you do if, you, if you're needed in the I, – I, I really think about this. What if he's needed in the situation room, but he also has diarrhea? Like, I'm sure he gets the best medicines or whatever, but they're not going to put Barack Obama in an adult diaper so that he can sit through the <laughs> I'm guessing uh. he's really – I'm guessing that he's – I really don't want to talk about this, obviously. But, um, <laughs> I'm guessing he's really fast. He's like he knows, like, hey, you need to wait another minute here, and that's got to be part situation. of the vetting process, right, right, right. <laughs> like, and go, <laughs> yeah, you're not president material. You can't do it in twelve and a half seconds or whatever it is. <laughs> twelve, twelve and a half seconds. <laughs> well, well, let's think. No, we're not going to think about it. Well, there are some people who go who, right who who go to the bathroom and then they're there for a while, and then there are some people who like clearly are essentially going to the bathroom in their seats out in public, and then they run to the bathroom and then it just immediately comes out and then they go. Yes. So you're thinking that he's more in the latter category. I, I believe he is. Yes. My aversion to having roommates is not because I mind sharing a living space. <laughs> it's because I mind sharing a bathroom. <laughs> I get that. Um, what, I mean, my wife has ulcerative colitis. And mm. so that means she, she well, it, it, when she's having a, a, a troubled time, which she hasn't had for years, luckily, um, but when she's, you know, having what they call a flare up, she's in the bathroom all the time. And I have IBSD, I have one of the IBs, I have irritable bowel something, so I can sometimes <laughs> be in the bathroom a lot. And uh, so very early on in our relationship, like I'm talking weeks into our relationship, we had to get comfortable shitting in front of each other. Like that was just a must for us. Yeah, no way. No, thanks. Doesn't yep, happen. I, will, I, I love never, my wife. Never. I will never be that close to any other human being. I am 100% in agreement with that. <laughs> Which ironically I'm, makes me feel closer to you. <laughs> I'm not suggesting either of you watch me or my wife shit. I'm just <laughs> it's just not happening. Link in the show notes. 
I got, <laughs> we're all processing. I can tell. It's, you're all like, you're all like, you're taking it in. You're like, well, well would I? No, I would never, never, never in a million years. Uh, my mind went to uh, Zach and Mary make a porno where Seth, Ro- uh, Seth Rogen's character is talking about how he would, he would want to see a video of anybody fucking. Interesting. Like he says, like if there's like I I don't find Rosie O'Donnell attractive in the least, but if you offered me a chance to to watch a video of her having sex, I would watch that video, and I kind of agree with that. And I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch hell for this, but I think the same might be true of of other things as well. There are many situations where if nobody were to ever know that I would be willing to watch this, it would just be like that morbid human curiosity. Sure. I want to see other people doing human things like getting, you know, like jamming their like finger in a door. I would like to see like the, the spectrum there from people that I know or that are famous. I agree with that. I feel like Dave's are way worse than that, but okay. No, well, mine goes back to your uh, wanting to see a video of the president having diarrhea, like that <laughs> right. kind of thing. <laughs> and not not any other person, but like a famous person. Pick any famous person, any name that right. you would have heard see. before in your life, and that's that's somebody that I want to see have diarrhea. But yeah. Zach, yeah. Zach says, <laughs> I want to see anybody have sex. I do not want to see anybody take a shit. Let me be clear. Like I don't. I'm not. I've been to San Francisco. <laughs> do not do not send me videos, dear listeners. That's not what I'm saying. Like I want to see Tom Hanks. I want to see Tom Hanks, Mel Brooks. <laughs> Barack Obama and like Kate Upton having massive diarrhea. That's what I want to see. You've got a top five. (laughs) Oh, Uh. you know, you never know how unprofessional is going to go. Remember, we started with fonts. (laughs) Yeah, we went. Yeah, we 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 varied. We varied. We varied. I'm tired. We diverged. (laughs) We did the word. We diverged. This is the comic sans section of the show. I think. Shit got weird. Now it got <laughs> gross. <laughs> Toecroft. Let's go back to Toecroft and and what is that bone that you hate so much? The collarbone? Oh, the collarbone. Clavicle? 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 No. Is that, is that what it is? I don't know. I also, that. I'm not a huge fan of the uvula, but I can handle that much more than I can the collarbone. I think you don't like it because of the name, because it's really bad branding, right? Like, if it had a great name, like the... I don't know. Why? Because it sounds too much like vulva? I, I think it is that, yeah. Which is a good thing, but it's like, I think it's because it's so um, descriptive. If it had a name that wasn't so that, that maybe you'd like it? No? Maybe? Throat hangy thing? <laughs> no. The I think it shouldn't sound so much like vulva. <laughs> no, something cool, like, you know, the Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Mustang, right? No, that sounds weird. <laughs> I, it, I I am willing to bet that there are people out there who have like a uvula fetish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Google this. I'm going to take it for the team. I think this show could be called should be called slightly uncomfortable. Oh God! There's oh, oh <laughs> nope <laughs> nope. These results are just a page full of nope. Holy crap! There's a link to a lot of YouTube videos, and yep. I'm not watching any of those. <laughs> Mouth fetish teaser to YouTube. Well, my favorite one is point of view vor teaser. I don't know what vor means in this context. It's probably something horrible. Female mouth, throat, and uvula fetish dash YouTube. Nope, not clicking that. <laughs> <sighs> I think most close-ups of almost anything are gross. I like I like a respectable distance between you and other people. Well, yeah. I mean, even like the parts that I like the most, I I don't need a, a an extreme close up. I'm just saying. If you find other human beings that disgusting, how do you have three kids? 
<laughs> I don't mean that in the obvious how did you have sex way. I mean, like, danger, how do you handle danger? Three, <laughs> how do you handle three children who are just especially disgusting because they haven't learned not to be yet? And how did you get on Throw Up Patrol, too, given this whole thing? I mean, I think Throw Up is disgusting, but I can handle it. Like, I can... I can, like I can I think that uh, the collarbone is disgusting, but I can handle. It. Like I'll be grossed out, but I can handle it. With the, I, by the way, let's talk about how you clean up vomit. <laughs> Rans, you're a dad. Do people call you Rans? Is it weird for me to call you Rans? No, it's a it, um, it's it's cool because I know where people know me from. So it's sort of like this indicator. So when they say Rans, I'm like, oh, I know you come from that world. So it's it's <laughs> I just I hear right through it. But like for me, if the if 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 you've thrown up on your bed sheets, let's say I can't clearly you can't hey. just put them right into the laundry machine. <laughs> All right, Dave, you've done this. Um, I can't put them right into the laundry machine. First, you got to do some hosing off, and if it's the middle of the night, I'm not going to go outside to hose off vomit. So I I take it into the bathtub and I use the sh- the handheld shower thing, and I'm like washing it off that way, and then. Only after I've done that can I take it to the laundry machine. There may be a better way, but I feel like I only ever deal with this crisis at 2 in the morning when I can't think clearly. You know, ever since I told that story about me in the hotel at WWDC throwing up on the bed oh. and how, how I dealt with the aftermath, uh, people have been writing and coming up to me and offering advice on what I should have done. I think this might be the thing that people talk to me about about the show more than anything else we've ever done on the show. <laughs> and I'm not proud of that, but... <laughs> Lauren Brichter gave me the advice that I should have thrown it all into the bathtub, which I thought was a good idea. But then I was later told by somebody, I think, who, who had been a hotel maid or knew somebody who was, that the, the right answer would have been to uh, to leave the note on the, the bedding or uh, something, but don't don't involve water. It's probably, wow. it's probably a good time to state that I have like a general problem with all bodily fluids. <laughs> So this I has keep, been awesome. <laughs> I keep mine in jars. Hardest part about cleaning up for the realtor tomorrow is hiding all these jars. <laughs> Your in jars of bodily fluid, <laughs> yeah. My wife is like you, Rans, in that she has this aversion to a lot of bodily fluids. Like, for you, uh, does that mean that you find, like, is kissing gross? Is a crying kid gross? No, no, no. It's all there's a there's a whole hierarchy to where the the weirdness is about the fluids. But like kissing, kissing no kissing a crying kid. Yeah, 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 maybe 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 like below the waist is all a problem. I maybe I don't know. <laughs> no, I too don't like urine. Because, yeah. Well, there's armpits. Yeah, but what's coming out of there? That's just that's that's not like that's not a liquid. I mean, I guess it is. That's sweat, but it's not like coming out copiously like other things when i see other people with like the sweat stains under their armpits like, yeah just casually they yeah, like they yeah, didn't yeah. just come back from a run i find that disgusting because they make a product called antiperspirant that'll keep that from happening and and i'm offended that you didn't buy some <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's there's a quant there's a quantity thing there i think that i have an issue with when it i don't know i don't i don't know if i want to go here <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no, I, I mean, I get, I get your direction. I'm thinking back. This to whole when show we had, is like um, you walking up to the edge and then taking a step. Back. <laughs> uh, when we had uh, uh, Nicholas Gerwich on the show from Perry Bible Fellowship, and I mentioned, you know, how my father-in-law needs to trim his nose hairs more, he was like, <laughs> "No, you're wrong. Nose hair is beautiful, and that nose hair is serving a purpose." And I hate that humans get all upset about it. So I'm trying to imagine his defense, or I feel like if he heard you just now, Dave, saying antiperspirant exists and you should use it that he would be like, no, that's terrible. If your body's making this beautiful sweat, it should be there. 
And I just want to say, I loved having Nicholas Gerwich on the show, but that is just crazy. <laughs> it's such a broken <laughs> argument. There are so many advancements that we've made to better our lives, to better everything about our lives. Why, why shouldn't the ability to clean up body hair be one of them? I agree. I mean, all, all I'm thinking about right now is when I'm taking out the nose hair because I'm really anti-nose hair, that, that moment of – because the only way to really get it is to pull it out, and it, it, I, I, you, you do it in clumps, and it's just probably <laughs> – it's like just that horrible, painful experience. I can like picture where it hurts in my eyes because I'm crying. That's I'm just all I'm thinking about right now. This is really an uncomfortable show. <laughs> that's, that's how we roll. 